0: Welcome to the GNT show. All right, welcome everyone to the second episode of our 2022 NRL season preview on the GNT show. I am once again joined by my host with the most. Last episode, I did mention that he has a black cloud that follows him around. That um, you know means that he's got no internet wherever he goes. He's got no connection. He's barely got 2G, let alone 5G. And uh, he has a rain cloud that follows him around. So um, naturally, with his trip to Bris Vegas, he has now flooded the whole state of Queensland because that's just the type of guy he is. Gee, how are you? Are you staying dry?
1: I am. They don't call me the rainmaker for nothing. That's right. Who calls you the rainmaker? I don't know. I just made that up. (laughs) Nobody. Nobody.
0: No. I just thought it sounded good. By they, by they, you mean Nobody. Correct, yeah. Okay. That's right. I'm glad we've established your bona fide credentials. Can you, credentials. Give
1: you, can you... Can you give yourself nicknames? You can't, right? No, no, no,
0: no, 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 okay. no, no. no, no. You right. can't give yourself nicknames. No, well,
1: you know what the good thing is? It's going to be raining premierships at the at Bellwall for the next couple of years. It so, is, Yeah, it is.
0: I, I think you and, you and I have a different view on where you're going to finish in the ladder because I did my season predictions, which we'll get to at the end of the season. Okay,
1: you'll be surprised where I've got them placed, but let's continue on. So we are up to the North Queensland Cowboys. We are up to the yep. North
0: Queensland Cowboys. So let's go through their ins and outs. They have, of course raided the Warriors and, and got Peter Hickou, Jermaine Tanoa-Brown, Chad Townsend, who not had a, did not have a good 2021 and he's their marquee signing, and Brendan Elliott from Lee in the UK. They have, of course, lost Michael Morgan, Justin O'Neill, Javid Bowen, Lachlan Burr, all retired. Francis Molo. Has gone to Saints, yep. and, and we'll cover him a little bit in the Saints section. I think that's a good pickup for Saints. It is yeah. Corey Jensen, Peter Holler, Shane Wright, and Michael Bell. They are in twenty twenty three getting Luciano Le Lua, um and 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 hopefully, if Joey comes down, he realizes that they actually play in the NRL. What are your What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the North Queensland okay Cowboys? go to the Capras instead. He might. You know, I mean, it was
1: sad seeing Justin O'Neill retire and Michael Morgan. They've been there for a long time, but in a way. I actually think that really helps the Cowboys because there was always that hanging around in the background where you kind of had to play Michael Morgan. He's been such an icon for the team. You couldn't really drop him, but his form has been... for you know, obviously it sounded like injuries, but his form has been woeful for a long time. So the decision's kind of been made for them. And Justin O'Neill, you know, was getting on and just wasn't the same. But at times they were getting picked in first grade instead of the younger kids that were a lot better. So what I think of them, I... I don't really know what they're going to do with their half situation. That's the thing that worries me. You've got Townsend, Scotty Drinkwater,
0: and Dearden. I was going to mention that because you've recruited Tom and who who I think will end up being quite a good half. you recruited Start Scotty. playing really well at the end of the year. Scotty Drinkwater, the Melbourne Storm, who could also play fullback, but the Hammer did such a good job. You've got Chad Townsend, and they're – Chad Townsend's on big money so it's hard not to play him and he's, and Todd Payton went out of his way to recruit him so you know so I, I don't know what they do because I don't think Chad Townsend should be their starting half I think they should start with Tom Dearden and Scotty Drinkwater just based on the I way Chad Townsend that. played last year I would play the Hammer at fullback and Val Holmes back on the wing the, the 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 other thing that I'd like to say while we're talking about the North Queensland Cowboys is they have completely mismanaged their cap Jason Thomaleilo's on ridiculous money Chad Townsend's on big money they, they can't recruit or do anything because they're hamstrung at the moment because their cap is all over the place and particularly if Jason Tormalolo plays the way he did last year I know he had two fractures to his hands and things like that but you know I'm not as I'm not I'm not bullish I've got to be honest with you on the North Queensland Cowboys
1: I'm not I I think Tormalolo's becoming a sunk cost it's not his price he's he, he's become ineffective he's overly big he's not as Agile or doesn't have the same stamina that he had earlier in his career. So he's struggling out there. And he's not adding the impact, I think, that they really need him to do. But then he's on he's on huge money. Like you said, Chad Townsend's on massive money. So if his form continues on from last year, how do you deal with the fallout of that? Where you're in the dressing room? I think there's some issues. I think the hammer will be the fullback. I think he was too dynamic at the back there. Peter Hiku, great skill. But again, quite a ro- robust set. Center.
0: I think he's recruited him for for defensive reasons.
1: Defensively quite solid.
0: Just before we move on, move off Dearden, he in, he only played 12 games last year after he switched from the Broncos. Yeah. He had six tries and 26 tackle busts in that time. He's 20, he's 20 years old. I mean, I just, he's promising.
1: He's promising. He's one of those kids that was meant to be the saviour at the Broncos. He doesn't play well straight away and they sort of go, okay, this guy's done. But you saw last year's confidence
0: then Chad Townsend doesn't really have a spot, right? And so Jason tormalolo has got to have a big season. Uh, Corey Park has come out and said, actually, with the new rules, they should consider moving Jason Tormalolo on, which is a massive call given two years ago some were talking about him as the best player in the game.
1: Well, the game's changed on him and he's got a bigger and bulkier and he needs to get back, you know, but that takes a year or two to change your body shape and your your mechanics and stuff that doesn't happen in one off season, you know, so he could be lagging behind, but again, he's who they're looking for. I think they're lacking, um, in the backs. I think they've got Val Holmes, but Val Holmes is good. Kyle felt was decent. The hammer's great, but.
0: Well, I think, I, th- I think Val Holmes will be okay. I think Val Holmes will be, um, he, because I, I don't know if you've seen them in the preseason, but he's, but he has dropped a bit more weight. So this is the, this is, I reckon their starting set back line. Um, and don't, don't don't forget, I wouldn't necessarily play Chad Townsend, but I think he's kind of stuck playing him, right? So, yeah, I, I think the hammer will be at fullback. I think it'll be Kyle Felt on one wing, Tuolagi and Hiku in the centres. And I think the reason he recruited Hiku, and you mentioned him a little bit earlier, was because their defence, they conceded 31 points per game. Oh, just over, actually. And they're only one of 16 teams in the whole NRL era to average 30 points a game against them. They conceded 133 tries and only scored 82. Um, they conceded 20 points or more on 22 occasions. Their, their defence was just horrific, horrific. So he's trying to shore up the defence. That's why he wants a big body that's defensively good. Sorry, and we, and, and sorry, we st- I stopped at the centres. I think Val Holmes will be on the other wing. And I think it'll be Scotty Drinkwater or Tom Dearden at five-eighth, And Chad Townsend as the half on the other side of the field. got
1: some talent. They've got some good players, but... I don't think they've really fixed their issues. Cohen Hess can get beaten on defence quite a bit. We talked about Tor Malolo. You've got um, McLean has kind of taken a step back from his previous form at Melbourne. Um, Jake Granville's getting... A little bit older, I think. Jermaine Tawhuna Brown was a really good pickup for them.
0: I think Reese Robson will start at hooker. I've got to be honest. Oh, Reese Robson, yeah, I rate. Yeah. I think he's a good hooker. Yeah, I really you do, you, for, you forgot about it, didn't you? No,
1: I didn't. But I just think that they're they're decent across the the park, but I don't know if they're better than a
0: lot of these other teams. Win outside of North Queensland either. So I, I look. I've I, I think it's going to be a really tough season for them. And we'll go through who we think is going to be one of the first coaches sacked. But uh, not that I think Todd I think Todd, Todd Payton's job's relatively safe because he's arresting the player power that existed under Paul Green back to the management. But 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 um, I'm not I'm not optimistic. I, I think they've got to fix their defence and they've got to improve their form away from home. And I look at the names on paper and I'm looking at them defensively, not in terms of scoring points. And I go, has there been enough? Because their salary cap hamstrung. Has there been enough at turnover in personnel? for that defence to improve enough for them to move up the table, and I don't think it has.
1: I don't think I don't think so. I think they will improve solely because they did have a lot of youngsters they blooded at the end of the year, like Tualangi and um, Lemuelu and stuff, that will get better solely through experience, but not enough to really make them a threat to the eight. I think they'll improve in terms of the gap between, you know, their best and worst will narrow, but I don't really see them winning too many games this year. It's a season of development for them. I think if they improve and they, they get better, I think that's a good season for the Cowboys.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I think I think we, we agree on that one, don't we? Well, well. I think, yeah. I've got them quite low this year. So do I. So do I. I think there's a standout contender for last spot. By the way. Yes,
1: there is. Yes. Yes.
0: I think okay, we all know so, we all know who they are, and I think they're do, I, yeah. I think they're coming up on this pod uh, pod. They
1: are.
0: They are. Yes. So all right, let's move on to the preview that everyone's been waiting for. Um, the Parramatta Eels, the Premiership favourites in my eyes. Um, this is their year. You know what? I end every season on the Eels completely downtrodden, ripping into the coach, um, just you know, bemoaning my luck in life being a Parramatta Eels supporter. And then come the start of the next season, I've talked myself into why they can win the Premiership. So, uh, and, and look, I think they'll get better this year. And let me tell you why I think they'll get better. So let me do what we did with the Bulldogs. Let me go for the reasons why they'll be yep. better. And then you can talk, yep. you can talk me off the, the cliff, yeah? So, yeah, sure. This actual off-season, as opposed to 2023, they've actually done pretty well, yeah? They yeah. have. They are losing players in 2023. This group of players, this is their last shot, okay? At the end of the season, they really tightened up their defence. They, when they want to, they're one of the best defensive sides in the comp, particularly when they fix that right edge, and they I showed they showed that. that in the finals. They beat the Storm twice last year, yeah? The problem is, towards the back end of the season, they, they lose the ability to score points. Now, last season, I think that was a unique situation because so much of our playmaking outside of Mitch Moses actually comes from Reed Marnie, and he was on fire. He was going to be the Queensland hooker on form last year before injury curtailed his season. Now, we've got him for a whole season. I think you've picked up a great hooker for 2023, but I think he makes, he's got to stay injury-free. I think he makes a big difference. Another Reason number two, Dylan Brown. Dylan Brown had a very ordinary season last year. He's not in the team to play make, but he only had two try assists. And Parrot need more from that side of the field. They actually improved a little bit in the regular season towards the back end when instead of going right, left with their halves, they actually started combining via Souths, like the, the way Souths did, right? And so I think they've had another offseason to, to do that. I think Will Pennacini is a great centre. Yeah, I think I think he's a great center. He was one of the st- st- standout juniors in the same team as Joseph Suali. Um and I think I think he's a long-term center solution for us from what I've seen. I thought Hayes yeah. Dunster was going to be on the other wing, um, but obviously that's that's now being curtailed with with the. With the injury. So I think they've got their ins are Bailey Simonson and Mitch Rain, So they got cover for Hooker, although not as good as Reed Marnie now. Bailey Simonson adds a bit of depth to the outside backs, particularly Mike Sevo out for half, however long it is, but it's at least half a season with the ACL injury. And their outs are Joey Lussick, Blake Ferguson to prison, Will Smith to the Titans, uh, Michael Oldfield was released, Sam Hughes and Keegan Hipgrave retired. So actually this season with Reed Marnie back, I, I, I think they're about there are thereabouts on the top four.
1: I think I've got the Eels. The Eels for me are going to be in that top. I think there's a clear top three for me, and then I think there's Manly and the Eels that are fighting for that fourth spot. So I definitely see them as a top four contender. I, I think,
0: and they probably have the best props in the game. Not necessarily individually, you know. There's the, you know there's lots of props that are that are, you know James Fisher Harris as et cetera, etc. etc. But in terms of a one two punch with Junior Paulo's Blake ball playing ability and the workload that Regan Campbell Gillard gets in the yardage. And if we as long as Ryan Madison and, and Sean Lane and we have got Isaiah Papali, and like it's a good forward pack, right? I
1: actually think the Eels have got and I've said this before, they've got variety. I mean when you get into those tighter games, I think they become a lot more simplistic with their game plan. That's a whole different discussion, right? But I think they've got the variety to steamroll a lot of these teams. Gutherson's, you know, always in motion, always involved. He always adds extra numbers. And, you know, like we say, the game's about creating that space and a a numbers advantage, and he's always alert to that. I thought Dylan Brown played a lot better and was a lot more aggressive towards the end of the year. It looked like someone had a word to him.
0: Obviously. Well, someone, someone, let's call them coaches who are watching the game.
1: Coaches, (laughs) yep. Brad Arthur. But um, I think Bailey Simonson's actually quite a good player. I think Um, he is too. And they've got Sevo still, so they've got a little bit of pace, a little bit of height. I think Sean Russell in one or two games did all right. As yeah, a yeah, I agree well. with
0: that. I agree with that. I think Sean Russell may even start one wing, right? Depends whether he wants to bring Tom Opacic into the centre and then put Bailey Simonson. And, and, yes, and so we've got a few options there. And then Penasini,
1: I think, has got it. Wanga Blake, I think, once they started to use his strengths, his confidence returned, and he was a lot better on the other side. He and was. He got Opacic to slot in, right? So yeah. Yeah. They've actually got quite a strong team. And like you say, their pack, again, variety. You've got Papali, he's a hard runner. Nia Coro, he's a hard man. Nathan Brown, he's a heart and soul. But sometimes I think he goes over the top. But you've got Junior Polo, again, the ball playing. Nathan Brown Huffles gives us price. our
0: toughness. I, I think the forward pack's good. I think if the, the counter-argument against this, right? Let me give you the counter-argument why why the Eels won't be top four. Depth in the outside backs were very great. Yeah, yeah, you can
1: withstand a couple of injuries, but if you have a quite a few injuries, you're in trouble.
0: That's right. So I think that's it. And there is a, there is an inconsistency. We always start the season off on fire. The last two seasons, we Brad Arthur's put so much run in their legs in preseason, exactly the opposite of what Wayne Bennett does, that we run out of legs by the end of the season. So hopefully he's learned from that. So so. I, Look, I'm saying they're top four because it's the last roll of the dice, and I, and they've got to have learned from last year.
1: Mate, the more I look at their team, I think their team's very strong. I think mean, people don't. I think Reid Marnie is have got, I've got is he, Para, again, he gives them that difference. I've got yep. Para
0: and Manly in with the uh, three teams you've mentioned. I think they're the clear five teams. I think they're the clear five teams. I, 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 don't think I don't think they'll be a winner outside of that five. I agree with you. I don't
1: think so. But you've got Madison, you've got Sean Lane, you've got Campbell Gillard, Marnie. Near Corey Brown, Ray Stone, you know that can fill in and do a job. Paulo Papaliti, Bryce Cartwright, look, that's a very strong forward pack with a lot of depth and a lot of variety, right? So, I think Para is going to be up there again, and for them, I think it's a matter of trying to get to the semis injury-free and seeing what you can bring in, bring to the table um, in the semis. Now, that might be a bit different, uh, but a, a good season coming
0: up. We'll, we'll be there or thereabouts with the Seagulls, I reckon, in terms of fourth or fifth, but I but I do think we can win it. You know, if the other team gets injuries and things like that, I do think, and maybe it's just the optimistic power fan in me talking. But well,
1: I think Melbourne, Penrith and the Roosters are clearly a little bit better than some of the other teams, but I don't think they're as dominant as they were the last couple of years. And I think that gap, even though it's narrowed slightly, I think Parra's right in the mix. We
0: don't need streak. we don't need that much improvement or them to come back to the pack that much. We lost by two points to both of them, and we and we didn't have Reed Marnie. Like like oh, we might finish fourth or fifth, but once we get to the finals, as long as we're injury free, I think this could be a year where we we, we could play in a grand final. It's, it's a, d- a distinct possibility
1: this year, I think. T. Um, so I think the Eels at full strength have got. I think Pennacini adds something. He's just got it. He's positionally sound in defence. He's got enough speed and power in in the back line and I think he makes them very solid defensively as well. It gives them a little bit more strike in the centres, which they've been kind of missing. So I think um, that helps them tremendously. So I'm looking for a big season from the Eels. Um, and Reed Marnie, like Mitch Rain's getting on, but you know what, a good backup. A crafty backup, if Reid Marnie has to miss a couple of games.
0: Which, when was the last time you thought Mitch Rain was good? I think
1: 2012, probably. This 12. Was 2012, Mitch Rain. Yes.
0: So yeah, Sa- Saints Mitch Rain. Did I we think. do
1: the Warriors? We, no,
0: but the W.
1: Ah, okay. All right. <laughs> I was New Zealand. I was going by New Zealand. But no, no, they don't
0: have New. This is the hard-hitting analysis you've come to expect from G. They don't have New Zealand in their name anymore. They're just known as the Warriors. Let's just
1: call them the Vodafone
0: Warriors or the 5G. They're just known as the Warriors. That's why I've got them as W. Okay, cool.
1: We're done. I think the Eels, big, big season coming up for the Eels, and this is their best opportunity, I think, in a couple of years.
0: I think this is the last roll of the dice for this team. They're not going to bottom out like, say, a Raiders or anything like that. They've got too good a junior core there. But you might decide, you might decide, You want to go in a different direction with Mitch Moses. You might decide, you know what I mean? You might invest in a few players that are going to be there. So it might be three years before you're back in the same position. It's not it's not a 10-year rebuild. They are not they're not rebuilding from where the Bulldogs are rebuilding or where the Broncos are rebuilding.
1: Well we've let go 27 players out of a 30 25 man squad. So yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well that's um, right. And they were all on they were all on big money too looking at their recruits. If you don't like Bulldogs salary cap jokes, I'm, I've got really bad news for you because we are going to make Bulldogs salary cap jokes every episode this year. This is
1: year. the great this is the roosters we let go of um we, we let go of C.S. Oleola, we signed Brayton Aster on 200000 <laughs> It's
0: That's exactly that. Lachlan Lewis <laughs> is gone, so we've got Tavita Pangai Jr. Yeah, it's
1: like <laughs> he was taking up a
0: massive amount of the cap. I love it. Uh, go, go, all right, continue on. We're up to the defending champions, the Penrith Panthers. Their ins and outs are Sean O'Sullivan from the Warriors and Chris Smith from the Bulldogs. They're outs. Yes. So they've actually lost quite a few important players. And I don't mean Billy Burns, who went to the Dragons. I mean Matt Burton, Kurt Capewell, Tyrone May, Paul Momorowski, who just seems to swap with the Roosters every season. Brent Naden, yes. just one season at the Roosters, one season at the Panthers. Brent Naden and Tevita Pangai Jr. Um, So the big losses in those two teams, amongst all those names, and they're quite big losses in and of their own right, are Matt Burton and Kurt Capewell for me. Yes. I won't go through their try stats and all that. They scored – I will, actually. They scored 121 tries and only conceded 56. They were the best defensive team outside of the 2007 Melbourne Storm in in the NRL era. That's how good they were defensively last year. But, but, Kurt Capewell and Matt Burton, remember what I say about defensively with the centres. That's a big out. So, Stephen Crichton potentially has got to step up there. I know they've got Charlie Staines, but he's very young um, and he's a winger. So they might move him in, but they've also got um, Isaac Targo, who's meant to be the up and coming center there. So maybe potentially Um, Capewell, the loss of Capewell means Kikau and Liam Martin are now both going to start. So Kikau was an impact player off the bench. So that's a different role when you're starting as opposed to coming on when people are tired. So there is a few little question marks there in terms of the squad makeup. I still think, they will be top three, but I, do, I don't I do think it's going to be as dom. And they could have a bit of a hangover after winning it, like we covered it off in the first pod. So I do think – so I think there's just enough there. I think they might have a hangover. They've lost a few key players. They, they're going to have to change the roles a little bit. They are outstanding defensively. The, as I mentioned, they are one of the – since the 2007 Melbourne Storm, one of the best um, defensive efforts since then. Yeah. Um, I just think there's enough there that they came – Back just enough; they'll still be top three, but it won't be a dominant runaway experience like it was. I think. I don't think I, so. Can I? Can, the other thing, the other thing that's been glossed over in them winning the premiership towards the end of the season, their attack really, really fell St- off a cliff. Basically, it up. yeah, it did. Basically, relied on Luai and Nathan Cleary's kicking game. Now they had forty-four try assists off kicks or uh, goal line dropouts, sorry, off kicks last year, which was number one and number two in the comp. So their kicking game is by far the best in the comp. Short, long, medium, for tactical position, attacking, kicking, et cetera, et cetera. As a combination, their kicking game is fantastic. They're brilliant, right? And so, so they'll be there or thereabouts again. I'll tell you the other thing. if Dylan, Dylan Edwards is very underrated as a fullback. I know he's not a superstar fullback, but for the money they pay him, the ro- the amount of output he gives them for the salary cap space he's taking out he's a very important cog in that wheel. So they'll be top three. I just don't think they'll be as dominant as they were last year. What are, you, what are your thoughts on the Panthers?
1: I agree with that. I think their team is too good not to be top three. They've still got Nathan Cleary. They've got Jerome Luai. They've got Stephen Crichton, Charlie Staines, Brian To'o. So for me, their back line is still dynamic. And Robert Jennings, I think, is a good pickup, to be honest. But I think, you know, they lost Matt Burden, who, to me, was the best center in the competition. And he yeah, created a lot of danger running at teams. And like you say, defensively, he was quite solid. So, And, and Luai's form fell off, fell off attacking-wise towards the back end of the year. So I'm, that's a bit of a watch out for me. I think defensively, they're still still superb. Yeah, he had
0: had a state of origin hangover. So that, as we discussed last year, that happens after your first season in origin. So I think that's what happened to Jerome Luai. I think he'll be better for that experience this year. I'm hoping he's, he might not hit the dizzying heights, but it'll be, I I feel like he'll know what to expect from this season if he plays origin now.
1: The thing for me is that their squad is still so athletic and so talented. They've still got Yo, Coraceau, you know, James Fisher-Harris is amazing, Martin, obviously Liotta, and now you, you, you're kind of expecting Spencer Liniu to take the next step up as well this year. And they're defensively too good to not be in the top three or four. I just think um, they, they've come back to the pack a little bit. I, Isaac Targo needs to try and settle in first grade. You know, I'm expecting more of the same, to be honest. The, the, the only question for me is, is that hunger still there? I mean...
0: Well, that's right. I, I, I'm saying there's going to be a bit of a hangover, and I think Melbourne will be very hang. Very hungry, given the way they went out last year. And this is a bit like Para. This is going to be their last shot at it for a little while, I think.
1: And let's be honest, that's two years years of absolutely dominant football. That's right. Dominant football. Two or three years of dominant football. So, you know, eventually there's a bit of a burnout factor where I think they might go through the motions in some games, but probably try and turn it on towards the semis. I think it's going to be one of those seasons for... For the Panthers, and they're still young, so it'll be interesting to see if they can maintain that hunger.
0: But I was going to say the same thing about the, the their age. They're still they're still going to be a top three contender for the next five years.
1: You wonder if they're going to be one of those switch teams, on and off. You know, we play
0: good some games because they're pacing themselves. So I don't think I think. I think I think them at eighty percent's good enough to beat most of the teams. In the it moment. is,
1: it is. They, they remind me very much of Melbourne that way, and I just think they've lost a little bit of depth in the back. So injuries in the backs might hurt them a little bit, but they'll still be up there. And it's it's basically wait. Let's wait till the semis with
0: the Panthers. I, can I tell you the other thing that I like from them that I do like? Um, Sean, Sean O'Sullivan, Sean O'Sullivan, when they go to Origin and they, they're losing Cleary and Lui, that's a good pickup. I know you don't have Tyrone May, but Tyrone May wasn't that good when he came in last year. Not
1: really. I think Sean Sullivan is a good backup for them to play that role. And I also think. And he can uh, play
0: in the centres too. He can play in the centres too.
1: T, I also think Chris Smith, I I don't know. I've, I've watched him for a few years at the Dogs. He was at the Roosters before that. He's one of these players where he always shows you flashes and you always wonder if he's inconsistent or if it's the coaching and the team he's playing for that'll make him more consistent. My guess is he's got the talent there. And I think the Panthers will bring it out from him, and I think he'll be a good depth backup for the for Penrith. I think he'll do a good job for them.
0: I th- I, I I agree with that. I you know, they're, they're, their salary cap's obviously tight when you're trying to fit so many great players in, but um, they did lose a they did lose a bit this year. So let's move on to I've actually got Souths next um, because I spelt St George Illawarra ST as opposed to S A. Okay,
1: so, yes. I've got, so All I've right. got
0: Souths next. Game. Do we count Anthony Milford as a gain? His contract hasn't been registered and he's currently unsigned. He is, but he's
1: not. I think you've got to talk about him as a gain because I think they were expecting him to play. And it doesn't look but like he's, not he's going, going to be there. as yeah. halfback
0: and he's not going to play, right? So so if you count Anthony Milford, Anthony Milford, Isaiah Tass, Michael Cheekham, who I think you mentioned was at the Cowboys in the last one hey,
1: Michael Cheekham is doing his tour de force and trying to play for every NRL team possible.
0: He's the best. But I- but i do, but i do think you may have mentioned he was at the wrong club you have done a couple of who he plays for during these uh these previews. so
1: in fairness to me michael Cheekham has played for a, a lot of teams
0: if he's doing what you're telling you what you're saying he's doing he's doing a tour of all the nrl clubs he is. he's eating a lot he's eating along the way he is okay he, he is he is a big he used to be now. a center but anyway yeah he used to be a center so they've now got him as a prop okay oh, that's a joke
1: probably yeah. is <laughs>
0: Siliva Haveli, they've got Haveli from Canberra, which is a good pickup. But their losses, again, they're, they had a really tough off season, which hasn't been mentioned enough in the in the press. Adam Reynolds, I'll tell you, the two they lost to Saints are, are two big ones: yes. Jaden Sewer and Tetele Moga Yes, are big ones to Saints. Dane Gagai played really well for them last year, and he's he gone back to Newcastle. They've lost Josh Cook and Braden Burns to your mob. Patch, Patrick Margot's gone to Wigan in the UK. Troy Dargan, Brock Gardner, Stephen Masters, Dean Hawkins were all released, and obviously Benji Marshall retired. The the professor is of course going to the Dolphins. He um, is, Yep. In uh. 2023. He had a
1: good year last year, Nichols. He was excellent.
0: He was excellent, but he's got another year there, right? So, but the, the the bunnies do have an excellent spine when you look at their starting lineup, right? They they got Walker. They need Cook. I didn't think Cook had a great season. He did turn the form on towards the end of the season, but his start was slow. Given the losses they've had, I think Damian Cook's actually got to have have a big season for the Souths to fire.
1: Hey, there's going to be a lot more responsibility on him this year to really um, attack from dummy half.
0: He's got to get he's got to get his run meters above 100 meters. He's he's doing it too inf- infrequently. Latrell Mitchell's back after his suspension was shortened, so their spine of Walker, Cook, and Mitchell is great. I just think I think Lachlan Ilias, and I've seen Lachlan Ilias play a little bit in the juniors. It was rugby as opposed to, yep. to league, but but um I think he'll be a really great halfback. I think he will, but it's unfair to expect a 19 year old kid, whether it be Blake Taff or him, that they're going to carry set that team. To a premiership. Having said that, the rest of the team is very strong. It, right? it is so. It is. They've got a nice. They've got a nice fusion of power and skill in the for, forwards with Cam Murray's all energy efforts, complemented by the muscle and aggression of Kaloa Matangi. Was fantastic. Yep. Jay Arrow. Tom Burgess. If you, when when Tom Burgess catches the ball, he's great. Yes. But they will. <laughs> but 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 they they're, they're going to miss Dane Gagai. He gave them a lot of strike in the centres. They've got a new halfback and a new coach. And I just think I think it's enough that it's going to bring them back to the pack. A I, little bit.
1: Yeah, I I'm like you, they've got they, they've got class sprinkled throughout their team. Alex Johnston just makes him an incredible attacking outfit with Cody Walker. I and mean, Cody Walker's a magician. He he's unbelievable. He's one of my as much as people find him to be aggressive and annoying, I think he's one of my all-time favorite players to watch. He's he's brilliant, right? His vision, well,
0: I think I think Alex Johnson is is fortunate to be on the end of he, Cody Walker's he is, try assist. But he's
1: got he's got that acceleration, that pace that allows him to score tries. But oh,
0: I, I don't think he's I don't think he's a great winger. I think he's a great finisher. I think they're different things. He's a great finisher.
1: Um, and I think now that winger needs to be a brilliant finisher. But I look at their team T, yeah, at full strength they're pretty solid. But I think they've come back to the pack a lot. I think the loss of Milford, and this is what I mean by we need to talk about him as a game, was to bridge that gap between bringing Ilias through and Mamazoulos slowly. Whereas now, like you say, the the pressure is on Taf and um, Ilias to kind of really produce. And now the expectation of Damian Cook is higher. But they've got a lot of journeymen around that they're now expecting to step up and be who they were three years ago. Like Tane Milne, Josh Mansell. They're hoping
0: Josh Mansour is Josh Mansour from five years ago. I disagree. I don't think Josh Mansell is going to start. I, I, I'm not sure he's going to be in their top 17. Let me give you what I think will be their starting lineup. Yep. Once everyone's back, right? So they'll have Latrell, AJ on the left. I I, I think they might play Cheekam at centre. Uh, Campbell Graham. Campbell Graham think will be is one. He's a good yeah. centre. Jackson Paulo, I think, will be the other winger. Cody Walker, um, Lachlan Ilias, Blake Taft at halfback. Their forwards, Tom Burgess and Tavita Tatola at prop. Yes, Totola's a good Cook player. Is the hook. Yeah. Damian Cook at Hooker, Jacob Host, Kaloa Matangi in the back row, and Cam Murray at thirteen at lock. That's a good other than that 5'8 position and that second center position. Uh, sorry, it's not five eighth. Other than half back in the second center position. I haven't even mentioned Jay Arrow there. No. Right? Like that is a good that is a good starting lineup. It's Latrell and Cody the he, the season is Cody Walker will be brilliant. The season will hinge on Latrell being brilliant and Damian Cook being brilliant.
1: Agree with that. Look, I think they've come back to the pack because they've lost a lot of that depth. They've still got a quite a strong, you know, 17. But they're not as... I don't think they're not as... They're not streets ahead like they were last year. And I also think they'll miss Adam Reynolds' goal kicking too a little bit. Right? He was they will. like automatic, like... Brilliant goal kicker. But
0: Luttrell's quite a good goal kicker.
1: He is, and they really need Luttrell to drop 10 kilos. Like last year, he was powerful, but he was running out of puff in games. And if the game quickens up again now, and it's not only that, if the players, like you say, have trained to actually play a quicker game, he will get left behind a little bit to some degree, right? But I expect them, they're, they're too good as a first 17 to be challenged by some of the poorer sides. But I actually think they've dropped off from that top five, and there's a bit of a gap now.
0: I, so, so I don't think they were that good defensively last year. They just outscored teams. There were 143 tries for 86 against. So they scored more tries than the Panthers. They were yeah, great, right? Yeah. I just think they need to shore up their defense. I don't think any of the names that they've bought into the team is going to shore up their defense. No. So, Mike Michael Michael Cheekam, Lachlan Elias is still still a kid. Like Sam Walker was great in attack last year for the Roosters, but he was he wasn't much chop in defense. He started to get found out towards the end of the season. So I think I think. Some of, some of those things I just Latrell's back. That's a big it's big a huge change, for them. yep. But um, and they're going to miss his kicking. And Dan Gagai is gone. So I just think I just think they're back. I I, I think they've come back a little bit. I do. I think they're. I, I think they'll still finish sixth, but I don't think they'll be as close to the top five if that makes sense.
1: That's I agree with you hundred percent. I think they're too good to me. They're on an island on their own in the top six. They're the sixth. I don't think they're as good as Manly, para and the other three. But I think they're a little—they're far better than the Sharks and the Knights and whoever else. So I just think they're not as good as they were in previous years. But yeah, so I think another good season for the Rabbitohs, but also a
0: changeover of the squad bringing through some of these younger kids as well. That's right. So, all right, now let's move on to the next team. Can I just say, when I did the analysis of Saints for this season, my season preview... They went up in my estimation.
1: I can't believe you said that. This is kind of my surprise team. I had a look, good look at their squad, and I'm thinking, do you know? What? Yeah, yeah, it's a good team. They're actually a got team. a good side.
0: They got a good team. They got a good team. They got some weaknesses, which you would expect. But I've got them. I, I, we'll go through our rankings, yes. but you'll, I think you'll you'll be surprised where I've got them as well. So, all right. So in for them, in for them is as we mentioned with the Souths preview. Jaden Sewer and Tatao Moga are big gets. Francis Molo is only 23. Good player. Decent player. Good player. Come down from North Queensland. Got big raps on him. Signed a $1.3 million contract before he played first grade, remember? So they got George Burgess has come back from Wigan. Yes. And again, if he can not drop the ball, he'll be great. Mo- Moses, The Burgess boys, just they've got like four handling errors in them each game. So Moses Mbai. Um, hopefully he can reignite his careers after a disastrous time. Are you okay? Yeah, I've got my thoughts on Moses Mbai with this one. I think he's yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Hold, hold your thought. Let me just because there there is quite a lot of roster turnover. There turno, is. Let's yes. Just, let's just go through it. So they got Moses Mbai. Uh, where was I at? Moses Sully and Jack Kasiuski from Manly. Both those are good players. Aaron Woods. Every team needs a lumberjack. Um, Eddie. <laughs> He's clearing the trees outside Cogra. That's right. That's right. He's poison, so, poisoning, um, poisoning the
1: tree poisoning the trees outside Wind Stadium, so he can get better beach views.
0: That's right. So and and who they've lost? Yeah, um, they've lost Eddie Blacker, Tyron Wishart. They lost to Melbourne, which surprises me. I've got to be honest with you. Given he is Rod Wishart's so, son, yeah, son. Yeah. They lost Cam McInnes to the Sharks, who's now picked up another injury. It looks like. Um, And I think Hooker is a very weak position, which we'll talk about with Saints. I think they've got a real problem at Hooker. Um, Matt Dufty to the Bulldogs, although with entire and Sloan, they have one of the most exciting players in the comp. So I think they will be well, well, well looked after there. Um, They've lost Paul Vaughan um because he wanted to move sit closer to the Weber factory outlet in Sydney so he's moved to the Bulldogs He's making
1: a move towards uh, what's the other place Tucker Barbecue is at um Silverwater Tucker Barbecue
0: yes he's, he's getting closer and closer for his post post rugby league career
1: Addition by subtraction for the Dragons I think with Paul
0: Vaughan Well just a couple of seasons that way last couple of seasons were that way he became very one dimensional in the way he played Adam Clune to the Knights Jordan Pereira to the Broncos Cade Ellis to Wigan, Braden William to the. He's gone to play in the US. Um, Jared Beale was released. Billy Britton was released. Hayden Lomax was released. I'm guessing Hayden is Zach's brother. I don't really know him. Yep. Or a relation. How many Lomaxes could there be? I don't know. Around? There's heaps. George There's right? heaps. Is there? Okay. So I could be wrong. Corey Norman was released in the hope of finding his wallet. And <laughs> Trent retired. Merrin retired. Yes. yes. he retired. So there was a lot of change. Their forward pack looks really, really good. Aaron Woods may not start. He may not make the seventeen, Aaron Woods, right? Yep. George George Burgess is the same. They've do they've been bought on as um as 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 backups, right? As yes. opposed to starting. Yes. Now, now the challenge is they've also got Shane Flanagan back coaching there, who I think will replace Anthony Griffin after he got given a ridiculous contract extension. Yes. <laughs> um but but if if they've got smart people around them and know how to use them, that forward pack is really, really quite good.
1: Mind you, I by think the way, it's with one exception.
0: Yep. One exception. I think Andrew McCulloch is still a tough player. Still makes tackles. Still honest. Easy to. But watch. no creativity. No creativity anymore. Creativity anymore. Too old. And Moses Imbi is the only other guy that plays hooker in that squad. He's the only other hooker.
1: I know. Last year they use um, Jaden Sullivan. Sorry, at hooker occasionally, but. I thought maybe the dragons won't be so wouldn't be so good this year. and I had a real good look at their squad. It's,
0: you know why? Because a lot of people have predicted them to finish with the wooden spoon. But the, oh, when you look no. at them, it doesn't play out. No, it doesn't play out. No,
1: um, and a shout out by the way to uh, Zach, who's one of our younger listeners. He's a gigantic dragons fan. And um, thank you to Ben Hunt for sending me a get well message, message, and telling me go the dragons, even though I don't support the dragons. But anyway, someone spam me with a Ben Hunt. Personal video message. Anyway, now that I've I'm in love with Ben Hunt. After that message, I had a, had a, having a look at their squad. T honestly, oh, it's I, good. Yes. It's a good squad. The team's really good. And you know what I like that about is, it? That it,
0: is. it? it is. It actually
1: has depth. Like,
0: look, Jack, Jack Bird is going to Sloan was a great fullback. Cyril Sloan. He played. Jack Bird played 22 games last season. When was the last time he played 22 games? Oh, Jack DeBellins controversial.
1: We haven't mentioned him. Yep. But you've got Terrell Sloan, you've got Amone, who I'm looking for. He was dynamic in a few games. Sully had his best year last year for That's ever right. in first grade. So you're hoping he takes that next step And up. they
0: started well. Don't forget, they started well. That's right. Until they beat everything. us, remember? Yes. They beat us until the barbecue game. Yes. <laughs> they beat Tara. The it's just barbecue game gate derailed, derailed their season. The Tucker Cup, the Weber Cup.
1: We've got a cup for everything. Soccer, but, you know, <laughs> like, in all seriousness, I looked at their squad and I thought, and I thought the, you know, the Fiungis have been highly rated for a few years now. But last year, they really got games under their belt and they started to get a lot better. So they've got depth on the wings with Max and Matthew Fiangi. I think Sully, like I said, had his best year last year. Ravalawa
0: is also a good
1: winger. Good, great right?
0: player. Um, Ramsey. Well, he's a great example of what I meant about AJ. In terms of what Ravalawa does, the rest of the game other than finishing, he's a better player than AJ. AJ finishes better than Ravalawa, though.
1: Yeah, I would I think I think AJ's an amazing finisher, but I, I absolutely understand what you mean in terms of the all round game. But Sloan had that magic and involvement. Amone looks something special. And with the signing of Mbai, I know and you got Zach Lomax
0: back, right? A... That's right, that's right. And I don't know if you saw the first one against Para, Zach Lomax absolutely showed what he can do. I don't know whether you saw the try he set up. Where he beat two players and gave a flick pass. I did, Unbelievable. yes, I did,
1: and I like, and then Ben Hunt. I thought Ben Hunt played pretty well last year. It's just the rest of the team. He did. wasn't kind of there, right? That,
0: that, I mean, the post bar, post Tucker Cup, post the barbecue gate. Their season fell off a cliff. Right? It did, their season right? fell off Let's a cliff. be honest.
1: But like you say, they got Moga as as a backup on the bench. Like if there's injuries, Mate, or, I think it's
0: a good side. It's, it's, a, it's good a good side, side, right?
1: And their youngsters are coming through. And I think I mentioned Moses and Bayer before. And I actually think this is probably the first year where I've heard. I think the pressure's off him for the first time in a long time. Where. He's like, you know what? I'm happy to do a job for the team and play in as a utility off the bench. That's my role, and I'll fill in where required. He doesn't have that pressure to produce because he's on big money like he was at the Tigers or when the Bulldogs put him on massive money, and all of a sudden he had to be, you know, this amazing. <laughs> I was going
0: to say, the Bulldogs put him on massive yeah, money. Yeah, like,
1: you know, he had to be this amazing playmaker. I think this is the first year in a long time where, with Moses and buy the Dragons have gone, we just need you to fill in roles. So I actually think he's going to have a good year. And Aaron Woods, as much as I don't think he's a state of origin or anywhere near that as a prop, he's a solid toiler to have on the bench, right?
0: Yeah, if you've got if your if your props are coming off and you need yeah, he's going to give you a, at least what Paul Vaughan gave you. Correct,
1: right? And then you've got, like you say, George Kuzewski was pretty good for the for Manly. Jack DeBellin now isn't necessarily starting. Jack Bird will flick between
0: centre and back row. Like you say, well, you and I think Mono, Jack DeBellin's playing through the middle. He's not a catch yeah, forward. No, anymore. and then you playing through the middle. And right? then you've
1: got Fui Maono, although he's always suspended, and Jaden Sua. And I think that what also what that also does, they're top players. It takes away this expectation on Tariq Sims. Where, you know, he has one or two good games a year, and you're like, oh, he's amazing. But really, Tariq Sims is incredibly inconsistent. But now they he don't need they don't need Tariq Sims to have those big games anymore. They've got yeah, Suwa and do you know what? I actually think the Dragons are going to have – if Ben Hunt stays healthy, I think they really need Ben Hunt to stay healthy because yeah, their halves that. are too young. I actually think yeah. they're going to have a really, really good
0: season. I'll just double-check where I've got them. I can't believe I'm them. saying that. Shit. Yes. Yeah, so, so do I. I, I, I said – I thought exactly the same thing when I looked at it. I've got them. I won't tell you, but I've got them I've got them in a bunch. Yes. That, that Together. Yes. Yeah? Yep. Okay.
1: But, yeah, Dragons, I think they've recruited very well. The the interesting thing is a friend of mine who's a Dragons fan, um, you know when they signed Shane Flanagan? And we're hopeless with social media and Instagram. Um, Matt Dufty liked the um, recruitment of Shane
0: Flanagan. Well, Shane Flanagan, by all counts, is an amazing coach. Yeah, not a a fan of Anthony Griffin, obviously, Matt Dufty. No. No. (laughs) <laughs> no, he well, he he said a lot of things post the press. Yeah, conference. I know. I think, I think, I think those issues that Matt Duffy, from what I've seen, I have not gone away. I think they you're won't see go a bit away. More of those issues. They won't go away. He's he's going to give you that cutout pass down the right edge that he does, and he's going to give you the broken field running and the kick returns, and he's going to look fantastic with the ball in hand, which you are going to need at the Bulldogs because I think your halves are a bit of a problem. But I think he's gonna he's going to be a problem at the other end.
1: But mate, Dragons. Having really delved into their squad, they got a good. They got one of the better squads in the comp
0: overall. They do, they do. All right, let's move on to the Sydney Roosters, who had, who finished fifth, and who I think, along with Melbourne, and might be the premiership favourites this year in my eyes, because they had, and let me find the right stat for you. They used thirty-four players last year, the most in the NRL era by any other pl- any other team. Yep. Um, but by any team in the NRL era. They had... Oh, I'm just trying to find my notes here. They had, uh, last year, just some of the injuries that they had last year. Just about everybody. Well, just about everybody. That's right. So they had, last year, Luke Keary to an ACL injury in round three. Boyd Cordner to concussion. Jake Friend. Lindsay Collins. Joseph Manu. Billy Smith, Brett Morris, Josh Morris, Joseph Suwali, as you know, and I already mentioned the retirements of Jake Friend and Boyd Cordner, yeah. right? So yeah. that gave Sam Walker an opportunity to shine, and boy, didn't he take it with the ball in his hands! He, right? was magic, he was magic at times. He was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I agree with that completely. I better not get rid of that. That's my Warriors notes. But um, uh, in terms of ins, they've got Connor Watson, who, as you know, I am a big rap on. He's a Roosters. He was a former Roosters yep. junior. Yep. Renov Tony, I think, is fantastic. I don't know why you guys let him go.
1: Renov Tony is a very, very good player, and I think you're going to see it at the Roosters. They will get the best
0: out of him. Now, Paul Moborowski, he's doing his annual switch, which we mentioned earlier. He just, he just goes from winning premierships at the Roosters to winning premierships at the Panthers. <laughs> yes, um, Kevin
1: Naikama. Kevin Nagama is a really good signing. Nagama. I like that signing.
0: So, so, so a lot of people, a lot of our listeners, don't watch the Super League. He's he has been absolutely setting the world on fire for Saint Helens. I like okay, him. he's that is a really good signing. He is not the player that left our shores. The player we're getting back after playing in England is is a really good player. Now, they did lose Isaac Liu to the Titans. Josh Morris and Brett Morris retired. Jake Friend retired. Boyd Cordner retired. Dale Copley retired. And Matt Ikavalu has gone to miss tackles and make erratic errors at the Sharks. So the the, the forward pack is imposing. And a, on a, spine. a slap from Dino meta test area and again. Well, I mean, it's good that Dino knows what conflicts of interest are. The forward pack. <laughs> The forward pack is imposing, and their spine on paper can mix it with the best in the NRL. Yeah. They had all these injuries. They still finished fifth with all these injuries. They do lack – with the Morris twins out, they do lack a bit of depth in the outside backs, I think. But if they stay injury-free, given the, the squad depth and everything else, so they don't need to draw on it. If they stay injury-free, I think they're going to be right in amongst it with Melbourne and Panthers. I, I actually think they'll be better than the Panthers. I'll tell you another big thing for them, right? Yep. Luke Curie coming back. You're huge, gigantic. He was on fire at the start of last year. He was incredible for the first couple of games. I think Connor Watson will play Origin this year, and I think by all accounts, the most injury-prone, who's meant to be an absolute superstar player, Billy Smith. has had an injury. Billy Smith, apparently he's had a he's had a clean off season. So I, I think they I think they're going to they're going to go close to winning it. They got think of their spine, right? Sam Verrills is back. Yes, Sam Verrills,
1: they missed a lot. Luke
0: Kiry, Sam Walker, and James Tedesco. And Joseph Manu, Joey Manu, was sensational last year. He was by far the best center in the comp. I know you thought Matt Burton was. I thought you thought Matt Burton was, but I thought Joey Manu was the best center in the comp.
1: Oh, well, the thing is, right, he had to step up towards the end of the year because everyone was missing. And this is, I think, the injuries and the amazing effort of finishing fifth last year on the Roosters. It's actually going to turn out they've they've refresh their squad because of you know, there's been a lot of veterans that have had to retire unfortunately or a lot of injuries. But last year's injuries actually gave some of these fringe guys a a run. Like where they actually played 10 that's or 12 right. games. That's exactly and you right, that's exactly right. Actually see that they had talent. Like and he the players i'm talking about essentially are, are like an adam kieran or a um that's right a ben marsky that came out of nowhere and the, the 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 butcher brothers you know like so these players that sort of w- always would play a game here or there they got a real good run and they're better for the experience and now you've got all these other players back like manu's come back having to take his game to another level like you say you've got barrels you've got Radley not trying to get sent off every couple of games. Now you've got Watson to fill in that utility role as well. You know, Takiaho's still there. You've got Atoni, I think, is going to be a great sign. Tupua. Oh,
0: you're you're, you're is, going through, you're, you're doing what you're doing. I do. MBT. But Tupua
1: is yeah. fantastic, right? As a fringe running back, he's dangerous with the ball. Uh, Momorowski defensively is superb,
0: right? So let me just go through the starting lineup rather than having you lead, read every, every name, every name.
1: Kieran Smith, Tupu, Hutchison, to disc. <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ, G. <laughs> the fullbacks, James Tedesco, Daniel Tupu, and I think Suali will play on the other wing. You reckon you don't think it'll be Nagama? Well, it could be Nagama. It could be Nagama. And then they play... Depends how Suali's... Depends how they want to blood him into the Yeah, team.
1: yeah. I, I see Suali and Momorowski as being... Uh, Manu and Momorowski as the centres, and Suali, I think, will play... Spot games, like maybe ten games during. Yeah, the year, well, that's stuff.
0: right. That could be the case as well. That's absolutely the case, and it'll be Luke Keary and Sam Walker in the halves. Yep, their four, their props are Jared Warrior, Hargraves, and Takiaho. Yeah, uh, which whose name I butcher every time. <laughs> Sam Verrills, Sam Verrills at hooker. Yep. Angus Crichton, Tupanua, and Victor Radley's the back row. Connor Watson, Nat Butcher, and Lindsay Collins on the dude. dude that is a ripping team. A now, very one good thing: team. Very good last team. year, if you if you remember. Trent Robinson came out and he said, we're trying to play a different style of football under the new rules. And they were trying to play more attacking. They did And they scored times. plenty of tries. They did, yes. They played, they scored heaps of tries. They scored 162 tries. Last yeah. Year. They were fantastic. Yeah. But they conceded 94. Very un-Roosters-like. Trent Robinson builds his game on defense. Now, he had a lot of personnel out. He had to play this that This is way. what I mean, so right? Yeah. He's going to fix the defense. And once he does that, You've got to have a good defence to win the comp. It's actually not the try scoring that's the issue. Like, Parra nearly won it without any points in them.
1: I think that they're, they're one of my favourites. And now, because of last year, they've got depth. Like, Kieran's ready to fill in. They've got a, a Lockie Lamb, who's now better after the last year as well, to fill in. They've got Suwali there. They've got Drew Hutchison, who did a pretty good job for a lot of the the season. They did. You know, they've just got they got Connor Watson and If There's, you know, an injury to, you know, one of the back rowers or, or to Sam Verrills. Like, they're... I think they've got a fantastic team, and I'm—they're going to be in the top three. And I think at full strength, they will go very close to winning it. Because Kiri also gives them a directness that sometimes last year they lacked.
0: That's right. All right, let's move on to the Warriors. Yes. Not the New Zealand Warriors. The Warriors. The Warriors with um so the Vodafone Warriors.
1: The, the Vodafone Warriors and um, the signing of every halfback left over. Five
0: eight. Can I, yeah, well, they, they, what I will say is they've got a lot of depth in the halves. They do. we had 75 We've injuries and stuff. We're just hard. bringing up Ash Taylor. Like... So so I just want to say a couple of things, right? Let's just do their ins and outs, and then I've got yep. a few points to make on the Warriors, yeah? Ins and outs. So they got Sean Johnson, Aaron Penne, Ash Taylor, and Jesse Arthurs is on loan from the Broncos for a season. Yep. So Sean so Johnson, Ash Taylor, and Jesse Arthurs are really good pickups. They've lost RTS to the blues. And I watched him make an outstanding debut in super rugby this weekend. Paul Turner to the Gold Coast, Sean O'Sullivan, we mentioned to the Panthers they did lose three players to the North Queensland Cowboys. Obviously the Todd Payton connection there with Peter Hiku, Chad Townsend and Jermaine Tenoa Brown. David fisatua has gone to Leeds. Kane Evans has gone to Hull FC so he can start fights over there. Yep. Tom, Tom Ale and Jackson Fry were released and Lisa uh, Amau retired. Um, that if you go through their starting lineup and their squad, they have one of the biggest packs in the competition. Yes, right. Aiden Fanua, Blake, and Matt Lodge—they're almost like the Bulldogs. They're, they're huge. almost building a. Yes, they're building a old school comp, which doesn't bode well for the traditional way that the Warriors have played. Last That's year, right. did that
1: work? Because they did the
0: same thing last year. Didn't want and to he look. chopped and changed the spine a lot last yes. year. So he's got a lot of halfbacks to choose from, right? So, but I, I, I kind of feel for them too, because it does look like it's at least another half season away from home. Yeah. So that's tough as well. Like, so I, I do have a lot of sympathy for the Warriors. They they just concentrated last year so much on high completion rates that they lost yes. their spark a little bit. Yes, they did. And, and they... Now, now, they also struggled to win close matches. So, that high completion rate kept them in the game. But they lost eight games by six points or fewer last year.
1: Yeah, I know. Eight, I know. eight
0: games, right? And they've got Sean Johnson and Ash Taylor. Jesse Arthurs, I think, is a good pickup. And Reese Walsh will be interesting after his drug scandal in the offseason, what Reese Walsh yeah. comes back for. I think Sean Johnson will have to be the starting halfback. I'm not sure on the Warriors. They missed the finals for the ninth time in the last ten seasons. 2018 was the only time they've made the finals in the last 10 years. Only the Tigers have a worse record than them. They lost eight games, as I mentioned, by eight points or fewer the most of any team in 2021. They won consecutive games just once all season. So they were very inconsistent and very unwarriors like They only scored over 30 points twice last year. The second fewest of any team, other than the Bulldogs, obviously, who couldn't score a try to save their life. So I didn't really know what to make of it. You could convince me you could convince me they're better, you could also convince me they're worse.
1: I don't know if they're better. I just have no faith in the way Nathan Brown he played a very played last year. Their strategy, like you say, was ball retention, keep the completion rates high and try to get lucky. And whenever they actually floundered and were behind really quickly, they started to throw the ball around. They would could put up points quite quickly, but they were also a little bit they, they were running very heavy last year as well. And yes, I don't know if were. that's going to help. Like Lodge is a big unit. Adam Fenua, Blake, great motor. But now you start, you know. But they've got talent. Ben Murdoch, Masilla was carrying weight. They did a job. But the thing is, they weren't dynamic enough to actually overpower and really outskill some of the other teams. And I don't see that changing. Like Jazz Tavanga is hard worker. You know, um, Josh Curran is around the ball. Harris is a fantastic ja- player. Jazz Tavanga
0: is a very underrated back rower, buddy. He's a very angry. He back gets role, through a he is, he, but he gets through a lot of work. He, he really does, has right? a very, very high work rate.
1: And I thought Katoa at times showed flashes, but to be honest, T, like if I look at their team last year, you had Chanel Harris-Tavita. I think you've got one of the best broken field runners and create creators in Cody Nicarima, right? And you had RTS, yet RTS was just doing
0: hit-ups. Like, you know what I mean? Like Who's the halves? Sean Johnson's got to be there. Because he brings experience, I think you got to play Sean Johnson. I in the think halves. it's
1: going to be Sean Johnson and Cody Nikurima
0: are going to be the halfback halves. Do you? I think it'll be Chanel Harris tavita and I think Ash Taylor will start back end of the season. I okay. think I think he's he's away from the limelight, different country. I think this could be the fresh start. So I'm backing Ash Taylor off the goal. You know. Living, living, although they will be in Queensland, living in Redcliffe's not the same as living on the Gold Coast. No, it's not. And and if they make it back home halfway through the season, Auckland's not the same as the Sunset Strip at the Gold Coast. So hopefully he stays out of trouble. And I think maybe, maybe, maybe just maybe he might get his career back on track. I hope
1: so. Um, he's, he's honestly, like when you watch him play and he's fit and firing, he's one of the, you could see him, he's one of the most naturally talented halves in the comp, even now. But I just think Pompey is one of their centres. I don't really think he's that crash hot like what well, tenley zelezniak is a very solid finisher for a good back line he's not the player that's gonna make your backline heaps better if that makes sense Ewan aiken will probably play in the back i think jesse arthur's is a good pickup i think they needed someone like him there and i think rocco berry has some talent so it'll be interesting to see how he plays this year but reese walsh must again like a massive year but marcelo montoya seems to be a key player for them and he's just He's solid.
0: I think he'll be on the other wing. He, I think he'll be yeah, on the other wing. Like t- I think. I think he's, he's I think. I think what he wants is. I think he wants them to play an Australian brand of football. He does. But they're living in Australia, and the players they're recruiting are all players that have played in Australia, right? It's because it's hard to go a third season away from your family. That's very. So difficult. I've got a bit of sympathy for them. I don't think he'll lose his job no matter how it goes. I've got a lot of sympathy for the way the the Warriors have had to manage to keep this comp going. They only scored 80 tries last year and conceded 112. But that differential is not actually too bad, right, when you consider the tries. The, you know, the Bulldogs, for example, have a much bigger differential. So do the Broncos, et cetera, in terms of tries. So, so I think if they were playing a whole season at home and Nathan Brown gave them a little bit more license to attack, they could, they've got the makings of a very good side.
1: Look, I, and I think that's where I'm stuck with them. They have the makings of a good side, but the ingredients aren't mixing together well. The, you know, Bunty Foa, Fanur Blake, like we said, Jack Murchie, I thought showed flashes. They all show flashes, but they're consistently boring and they're inconsistent when they're inconsistent when they actually really show their talent. It only comes out in in brief moments. And I just don't think it's good enough to win games. I think they'll hang in games again, but I just don't think solid is going to win them the game so it'll be interesting to see how sj plays he's one of my favorite all-time players and how him and nikarima play but i think they need to do something they've got attacking dynamite. i don't think i don't think
0: nikarima will start i don't think nikarima will start
1: well i have to have a word to nathan brown if he doesn't
0: you've got so many halves there how do you fit them all in do you reckon he'll be like
1: um peter valandis and respond to my email and say yep i had a a fan emailed me and told me to start Cody Nicarima say so he's playing this week.
0: I don't think there's any chance of Nathan Brown no? listening to you. Okay. All right, no.
1: But yeah, I, I think solid is for the Warriors, but not, not enough again.
0: I think, I think there's some teams around them that have gotten much better than they've got. So I think, I think they will go backwards, but I don't think they certainly won't finish with the spoon. Speaking of finishing with the spoon. <laughs> yes. Let's move on to the West Tigers. Can I just say for all the Tigers fans listening, I'm sorry. I think this is going to be a very, very long and hard season, unfortunately, and, and, and you're, you're already long-suffering. and You haven't played finals in 10 years. I think it'll be 11 years. There is so much noise coming out. I think they've picked up Jackson Hastings and Oliver Guildhart, and I think both those will be good pickups. from They've picked them up from Wigan. They've picked up Tyrone and Peachy, and I thought he played better than you thought he played last year for the Gold yep. Coast Particular, at, particularly at lock. I don't think he's a five anymore. He's more like a old school ball playing lock. Yes. Um. And and I think Stafford toe is a decent pickup as well. They've lost Moses Mbai. Don't ever say nepotism is not alive and well in the NRL. Billy Walters to Brisbane. Yep. Michael Cheekam has eaten stopped at every donut shop along the way to South Sydney. Joey Leilua is still trying to work out what comp and what country he's in in the UK. Reese Hoff. Reese Hoffman's gone to cannery. Tom Amone. Zachary Sinney. Remember? He yeah, had a, yep.
1: had a couple of good games yeah, and disappeared. So,
0: yeah, he, yeah. And James Roberts. They've all been let go. And Russell Packer, for the love of God, has retired. Please, Russell, live the quiet They brought quiet James life. Roberts back. Did they? Oh, he's yeah. on
1: a, a pain. He must deal. be because I was watching the trial and he was actually playing where it's actually they probably did let him go, but they're sure.
0: Now, ironically, I think... Picking up Isaiah Papali and Api Corasau in 2023 is a good pickup, but you've got to get to 2023 Tigers fans. Um, and I and I'm I, 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 let me go through my analysis on on the Tigers. There's no doubt the the stronger part of their their team is the forward pack it as is. opposed to the backline. Um, their their spine and their defence was horrific last year. And Luke Brooks tried to get away to Newcastle in the off-season, if the rumours are to be believed.
1: It just doesn't sound good, does it?
0: It, There's a lot of rumours coming out of that team. They've moved on all their assistant coaches and Tim Sheens has been bought in. So hopefully that leads to a different way of playing um, and fixes some of the defensive frailties because they were a shocker. Now, if you've seen the trials, it doesn't look like any of those issues have been addressed. Uh, Jackson Hastings, I think, should actually be the starting half and Luke Brooks moved to 5'8". Not that it matters. One's a right half, the other's a left half. But Jackson Hastings can do a good job. Again, did really, really well in the Super League. Tore it up over there. And Oliver Gildart's a very good centre as well. So, um, But they're not at great clubs. They're not at a great club. So good players can get lost at great clubs. Luke Brooks was Luke Brooks was meant to be the next joey johns and his career is slipping through his fingers um so you know i don't know i think i think stefano we had big raps on him at Parramatta. he needs to continue to make make strides but by far i think the biggest issue for them was i think adam duahy was an amazing for them last year by far their best player by far irrespective of who they actually voted for as their players player that was ridiculous adam duahy was by far their best player Adam Dewey, he had any other club, would be on the fringes of origin the way he played last year. Yeah, he had a few bad defensive reads. But I remember once, there was they were pinned down on their own line after four tackles, literally four or five metres out. He took a run-up from the dead ball line and hit it up in the forwards to inspire his team when the forwards couldn't do that. There's cultural problems at that club. Um, I think they'll finish with the wooden spoon, and I think they'll go 11 seasons without finals. And I and we'll talk about it later, but Madge Maguire's job is under a bit of pressure. They have not strung three wins together since early two thousand eighteen and they haven't won four straight games since twenty
1: twelve.
0: Wow. That's a long time. It's a long time. Sorry, sorry, Tigers fans. I wish I had better from my perspective, I wish I had better news for you.
1: I I just think the club's at a crossroads this year. I think they have been for a while, and I don't think the changes will make a difference. I think Jackson Hastings He's a decent pickup. He's a good solid. And now a veteran presence in the halves. He's not as volatile as he probably used to be. So I think he'll do a good job there. But him and Luke Brooks and the way Madge Maguire plays, it's a very steady form of football. Um, Adam Deway he's out for quite a while. Um, Dane Laurie, I like Dane Laurie. I think he's he'll continue to hunt for the ball and sort of create danger. But he's a lone ranger in a way, right? Like you watch some of the games last year. Dane Laurie would bust the line and then that was it. They'd get tackled and set up again. Noel Faluma... Will do the same as he always does. Step people and fall off tackles. And um, Mua Marlowe is a decent winger. And I think Toa, like you said, Stafford Toa is a decent pickup. I don't know if average is the right word, but it's just a okay back line, right? And even their forwards are okay. Tamo's getting on. Ofa Hengawi is decent. Alex Toaul is a hard worker in the middle of the field. Luciano Leilua really is their strike guy. And um, I did see a bit of the trial. He's lost a lot of weight, a lot of weight. And he automatically looks better. Luke Garner, again, shows flashes of being a good runner, like a poor man's Madison. And Stefano is still young, like you said. But, you know, their big signings, Tyrone Peachy, is really going to add something to that style of play or the Tigers? that The
0: rumor is you're a poor man's team. I don't
1: think so. I, I'm very different. I'm, I'm a unique individual. So. Um, I believe it's called. You good. certainly are. Yeah. So, I have
0: to say, yes, you are. You absolutely are. Do you
1: know what, T? I'd like to, and this may be a little bit more presumptuous about my thoughts on Madge. Madge, I think sometimes is still trying to play this big power game, and I don't think he's changed. And I just think the Tigers don't have the personnel, and I think they're going to finish last. They're my wooden Well, I think,
0: I think Phil Gould's recruited a big power game team to the Bulldogs, he so has. we'll see whether it works for you guys. He may
1: not. The talent we, we have at the Dogs isn't poor enough to come last. Whereas I think,
0: the Tigers. No, no, I don't. Th- I, no, no, no. I don't think you'll finish last. I don't think you'll finish last at all. All right.
1: So yeah, a, a poor season. I don't see them using the talent of some of their creative players enough to help them make the difference in some of those games, and they're just they're just going to be out. They're just going to be beaten um, on a regular basis. So for me, the West Tigers coming
0: last this year. Okay, I've got. I agree, and I think they're the worst team by some margin too. Yeah, when you look at their squad, you're kind of like, there's good players, but
1: there's five or six of them. And then there's a couple of guys that are okay, but that's not a a recipe to win half your games.
0: Shall we do our ladder predictions Yes, now, G? We're getting to the yes. back end of what has been... We've had to split the preseason into three podcasts, so we've got like 27 hours of content. We have. have to trawl yep. through over the next couple of weeks.
1: Yep, we'll have a new, right. new logo do too, ha- So, which is good, so...
0: Are you, you've got to leave the dog. I've got Layla now.
1: Layla will be there. Misty will now be making a prime appearance as well. So Right. Um, yeah, it's a slightly attuned logo. All
0: right. How do we want to do this? Okay. So do you want to go through? I'll go through let, my top eight let, if you want. No. Why don't, we, why don't we go through? Let's do it this way. Let's do it in blocks of, blocks of three. Now, what I mean by that is top six next five and then bottom five and that way you won't miss yeah okay so who have you got topping the ladder g
1: i actually have the no drum roll please but the melbourne storm i think will be the minor premiers again the panthers second have you okay um i've got the roosters third but those three are going to be very very tight so that those three i think are, are are there on their own and then I've got Manly and the Eels as the next rung that's a little bit below those top three, but still elite gee, enough to be challenged in top You four.
0: can't have 17 rungs, okay? There's only 16 teams. So I've just done five. Yeah, go. <laughs> okay, except we were doing the six. Go, okay, and the Rabbitos.
1: The Rabbitos are the sixth team that's separate to those other groups. They're by themselves. So,
0: so Storm okay. Panthers,
1: Roosters, Manly, Eels, Rabbitos.
0: Okay, you're not going to miss a team this year, are no, you? No, I won't, no. Oh, okay. So I've got the Storm, the Roosters, yep. and the Panthers. yep. And then I have Parramatta, Manly, the Rabbitohs. Yep. So I don't think the top six will change. I don't think so. Our, our, our orders are a little bit different. If they ended up your way, it absolutely wouldn't surprise me at all.
1: Yeah, I, I think either or will be yeah, or yeah. what will yeah, happen.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, okay. I think the top six almost selects itself. Who have you got? I've got the next five teams. Okay, you, you could go. Convince me. You, you could convince me that any one of them could play in the finals, okay? Okay, yep. So I have the Sharks at seven, and I've got the Titans at eight. Okay, yes. Because, and I've, and we mentioned it in the preview comp, the Titans have the easiest draw in the comp.
1: Yep, and David Fafita.
0: Even if they don't solve everything, <laughs> they're just not playing fi- last year's final. They're not playing that top six as much as everyone else is playing them. So then I've got the Raiders in ninth. I've got the Knights in 10th, and I've got the Saints in 11th. Okay, it's interesting.
1: So I've got 7th and 8th is exactly the same as you. I've got the Sharks. I think the Sharks are the best of the rest. Um, yep. I've got the Titans. This is the group where I think anything can happen. I do think the Titans I agree. Can sneak I agree in. with that. I agree
0: with that. But this
1: little group of the Titans, then I've got the Dragons, the Raiders and the Knights. I think that group there is the group that's going to fight out for the eighth position. It wouldn't surprise me. I was tempted to go the Dragons, but I think the Titans. I know they're going to be inconsistent, but like you said, the strength of draw I think will help them win a few games that um, they they ordinarily here's, would lose.
0: Here's why. Here's why I think I think here's why I had the Dragons at the bottom of that list. Do you want to know why? Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. 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 So so here's why. The Sharks have Craig Fitzgibbon. The Titans have Justin Holbrook. The Raiders have Sticky, and the Knights have Adam O'Brien, and I think Sticky is probably the worst of those coaches. And I think they're all better than Anthony. Okay, okay. I get you.
1: <laughs> Fair okay. point.
0: I probably looked at yeah. their personnel more than the coaching, but
1: I, I think the Dragons so, are. I'm probably more optimistic, but I think that group of Titans, Dragons, Raiders, Knights, I think they're all they, they're all going to be roundabout um, fighting for that eighth eighth spot.
0: Okay, so. Your turn. You can do 12 to the floor now.
1: Okay. Now, this is probably slightly optimistic. And the funny thing is, despite all the signings, (laughs) and then actually looking at the squads and the playing style and the coaches, I think the Bulldogs will finish 12th. And that's solely because of the talent they've recruited. I think the Broncos will finish underneath them. Warriors and the Cowboys will fight it out for 14th or 15th. And I think the Tigers will be last.
0: I've got... The exact same bottom five in the exact same order. Yeah,
1: I just don't like. The more I think about it, I looked at some of these other squads, and you said to me, "What's the optimistic view for the dogs?" And then I looked at, I thought, actually,
0: you know what, twelfth actually would be a decent finish, decent result. I agree. I said this to you at the end of last year. You just you're coming from a long it's, way back. It's so you're far coming back. from a long That's way right. back. It's yeah.
1: you look at the stats and statistically speaking, there has to be such a change that you're way behind. So even if you come 12th that's a gigantic improvement. Um and I think the Broncos will be a lot better, but I think their youth at times will count against them and But gee,
0: <clears throat> can I just say one thing? The trial form of the dogs has been terrible. Has worried the crap, worried the crap out of me actually. Worried the crap out of me about that 12th position. It's been very Because I think cuz well, cuz I think the Broncos, the Warriors, North Queensland, exclude the Tigers, I do think they're the worst team in the comp. Yeah. Um I think they've probably shown me more than the Bulldogs have in the trial games. They are just trial games though.
1: Yeah, but it's still you know what I what I take away from the trial games. It's not necessarily the winning win or wins or losses. It's more some of the patterns of play and also the fitness of the players and, you know, that kind of thing. So
0: it'll be interesting. Well the to attack see. worried me. The attack worried me. The attack, the me. attack it was, just, was pedestrian. It was very structured. Uh, it was it was block play, block play Bob.
1: And and like I said, I think I'm being optimistic and I think twelfth would be a great finish. Um but I think them, the Broncos... The other thing, can I just say the yeah. other thing? If, if Matt Burton gets injured...
0: We're gone. I, I think you, it pushes you down, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think, the, I, I think the Bulldogs and the Broncos down that bottom are kind of on their own group, and I think then the Warriors and Cowboys are there,
0: and I That's think a, the Tigers... It's exactly the same order I've yeah, got. Yeah, the Tigers right. are
1: just... I, I think they're miles behind some of these other teams. I,
0: I, look at, I look at this and I go, I can't see them winning more than three or four games this year.
1: No, I even say six. I, say, I said
0: that. I How many did the Bulldogs win last year? Mate, Remember we, we won If you two. go back and listen to the we preview. We won two, and that was lucky to win two. Remember what I said to you last year? I said, where are you going to get these four wins from, four or five wins from, to get off the bottom of the ladder? I, I can't see the, t- the Tigers. So that brings me to my next one, given how bad the Tigers are. Sorry, Tigers fans. First coach sacked. I've got Madge Maguire or Trent Barrett.
1: Between Madge Maguire and Trent Barrett, I think, like you say, Nathan Brown's safe, I think. My doppelganger, Todd, Todd Payton's Payton, okay. Todd, Todd Payton's the
0: other one. Well, I think he's the other one. If things go horribly for them, I think he could be the next one. Yep. But I think he'll be safe this season. I think Madge and Trent Barrett are the ones under the most pressure.
1: T, you're right, because I think the pressure now is on Barrett because of the recruitment. And that was so bad last year. that And the tough draw, like we spoke about. And he's already sort of showing signs of cracking and blaming the halves, which isn't good. The season hasn't even started, right? No. And then Madge Maguire just seems to be on the fringe. It's like they're waiting for a reason to cut him.
0: It just seems like... if they, were, they, they You know what? I actually feel for Madge. They should have sacked him. They clearly don't want him at the club. They're Agreed. spreading all these yeah. rumours into the press. They, they haven't given him a squad that he can win anything with. And, and you know, like they did that documentary series last year. The, the, the club is a shambles. And Lee Hadjipentelis is doing his... He's the most vocal chairman... In the, in the press. I mean, it just needs to – your chairman being your spokesperson doesn't help anybody. The club is a mess.
1: Yeah, so I, I just I just think that that's not a good situation for Madge Maguire. Agree. Yeah.
0: Yes. All right. Yep. We both agree on that. You know what? We have done our research because we're agreeing on a lot.
1: Okay. All right, go. A.K.A. A.K.A. G's actually agreeing with me because he's done his research, go.
0: Correct. Normally, you just sit there when we do <laughs> yes, a season preview okay. and you just name the players – and Make your mind up. What on about the spot? this Kevin Hastings? He's fantastic. So, <laughs> That's right. Mate, it's you got, Jackson. You're going to Hastings. leave all the who he played for. Your who he for are fantastic.
1: Rod Wishart uh, went to Melbourne.
0: Yeah. Okay. Why did they let him go? I don't know. Anyway. Who knows? All right. Last question. Yes. Last question before we close off this marathon
1: pod. Yes.
0: Dally M winner.
1: Look, I can't see it being any different to last year. I've got five that I can't split. But I, I, now, think Dallium, got? I've got, I think it's going to be between Cleary, Tedesco, Walker, Tommy Turbo again, because Manley's really dependent on him. But I think Harry Grant is the, the kind of outsider of that group because I think Melbourne's going to need him to, to really sort of pick up and, and dominate some of those games. But I can't see the winner coming out of any of those players because South is not going to do anything without Cody Walker.
0: But I've got a player that I think is going to win. Oh, okay. All right. Good. Yeah. How, how I think about, Parramatta yeah. will be good. And okay. I think Clint Gutherson will be excellent. Ooh. Yeah. So I think Clint yes, Gutherson. Yes. I yes. think Clint Gutherson will get the Dally M. He's run it very close the last two seasons. Yeah. He's a perennial point getter. I think it's him. If it's not him, it'll be from Tommy Turbo and Nathan Cleary. But I think to do something different, I went with Clint Gutherson as a Dally M. Yeah,
1: I think that's a good shout as well. Probably um I, I don't see Coming from anyone outside of the, that group of players because they're so dominant in their team. And when you watch Gutherson play, his defense at the back is really good. But then whenever Parrot does something well, he's always around the ball. So he's noticeable. His impact is noticeable. So yeah, good that's a
0: good one. I like that. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that brings us to the close of another GNT show. We are really looking forward to this season. We're gonna do a pod live from Magic Round up in Brisbane. Uh, G is just up there scoping out the rain. G, sure as shit, given your history with the weather, as the rainmaker, is going to absolutely bucket. Yeah, course, it's, yes. it's it's, it's going to absolutely bucket when will. we go up there. So. We're going with a group of lads. They might make make guest appearances if we can convince them to come on the pod. So um, thank you, G. I'm looking forward to covering a really long season this year because we've got the World Cup at the end of the year as well. Yeah,
1: we do. We've got a couple of World Uh, Cups, a football World Cup as well.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. And and actually, we should start thinking about whether we want to go to France with the group of boys we're going to Magic Round with for the Rugby League World Cup in 2025.
1: I think that'd be really cool. Just, you know, traveling around, nothing too crazy like the Football World Cup, but a good tour around France, just watching some of the teams. France, southern
0: France. We go do wineries and those types. Like, it'll just be such a great trip. It would. It's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Well, I bet it'll rain if you come. All right, it will. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We'll be back. We'll be back with our round one preview uh, in a couple of weeks from now. I'll be doing it from the States, God willing. Um, and uh, we will We will be back with you very shortly. And, 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 and hold on to your seatbelts because we're off and racing.
1: Speak to you soon, T. Enjoy you next week. Bye. Thank you, bye.